Welcome to Shift the Atmosphere. I'm your host, Philip Renner. I have been enjoying this so much. I can feel the presence of God. I can feel the power of God. And I can feel you shifting the atmosphere wherever you go. Remember that when you walk in the room, Jesus walks in the room with you. There is nothing impossible for you because God is on the inside of you. The resurrection power of Christ is living and breathing through you. So no matter what the assignment, no matter what the situation, God is fighting for you. One of my favorite scriptures right now is Jeremiah 51 20. It says that you are a mighty battle axe or sword in God's hands and he will use you as a mighty weapon to shatter nations and destroy kingdoms of darkness. Whether you realize it or not, God is going to use you in a phenomenal way. Maybe something on the inside right now is waking up. Wow, this is me. This is my destiny. I want to tell you, friends, just like we studied with Gideon, we talked about how when you've encountered the fire, when you've been a part of that anointing and presence of Jesus, it changes you forever. So right now, I know that I am speaking to people who have been marked by the presence of God. You are an atmosphere shifter. God has called you for such a time as this. And I want to encourage you with this message from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I'm here to tell you, to encourage you, that before you were born, God already had a divine destiny for your life. It doesn't matter what the enemy said. It doesn't matter what the situation says. It doesn't matter what education says. God has appointed you. He has chosen you for such a time as this because you are a mighty weapon in his hands. Now, many times when we hear that, we have all these excuses, which is exactly what Jeremiah said. Verse six, O sovereign Lord, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. The flesh is always going to go against the spirit. That's why when God gives you a call, you immediately second guess it and you say, oh, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for that. But when you feel that on the inside, that is probably a sign that that is exactly who you are called to do. That is exactly what you are to do. And it doesn't matter if you don't have the finances, if you don't have the connections. Listen, God is the biggest connection that you need. All you need is an encounter with Jesus. And he is the teacher. The Bible says in John 10, 5, that we know the voice of a shepherd and a stranger we will not follow. 
in Malachi 2.13, it talks about how the breaker anointing goes before you. And think about that. It says that he takes you out of the gate. You're not supposed to stay in the gate. You're not supposed to stay in your comfort zone. It says he takes you out of the gate and he leads you. He takes you out of exile. He takes you out of your past dictating your future. He takes you out of all of that. And he says, I have appointed you. I have chosen you and you are perfect for the job. And it says in Malachi 2.13 that the breaker anointing goes before you, but it says the Lord himself guides you. So I'm here to encourage you that the Lord himself is guiding you. So it doesn't matter what excuses you have, God always has an answer for our excuses. And his answer is, I am the Alpha. I am the Omega. I'm the first and last You can't do anything without me, but with me, you can move mountains. With me, you can do the impossible. Verse six, O sovereign Lord, I can't, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord replied, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you and I the Lord have spoken one of the biggest enemies of the church is the fear of man what are people going to say what are people going to think about me listen your calling is going to cost you everything we just talked about Gideon the last episode and what we talked about was Gideon. Gideon was so called, he was so anointed, but that calling cost him something. It cost him his time, it cost him his finances, it cost him his emotion, and it cost him his reputation. But he died to all of that. He died to the opinions of man. And what the devil wants is for you to get stuck in the opinion of man and get stuck in the fear of man. But the Bible says that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. So don't pay attention to what other people are saying because the only opinion that truly matters is God's opinion because that opinion was forged in the fire. It was forged in the anointing. God is speaking to you. God is telling you, Go out. Don't stay in your comfort zone. The devil wants you to stay in your comfort zone because that is a place where you will never grow. But as soon as you step out, you step out of the place that feels so comfortable, God will begin revealing himself to you in a way that only he can. And everyone who used to laugh at you, everyone who accused you, of having a faith that wasn't strong will be the ones that will celebrate your victory. Psalm 1843 says, you have given me victory over my accusers. Just take a moment and think about the accusers. Think about what people have said 
but God will give you victory over your accusers. The next part says he will make you ruler over nations and people you don't even know will serve you. That means that people that you haven't even met because you're walking in the presence of God, because you're walking in your calling, will find you and will say that there's something contagious about the power of God on the inside of you. I have to be a part of your team. This is what happened with Gideon. When he felt the fire of God, when he felt the encounter of God, when he got out of the fire, he looked differently. The same thing happened with Jeremiah. But you see, the devil works the same in everybody's life. Gideon had excuses. Jeremiah had excuses. Moses had excuses. Everybody has an excuse to say that they are unqualified. But all it takes is a touch from God. Listen to what happened to Jeremiah. This is so powerful. Verse 9, then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. The Lord touched his mouth. I believe that the Lord is touching your mouth right now so that you can be a megaphone for the righteousness of God. There are so many people because of the political agenda, because of the fear of man, they have been called to be a megaphone, but they have said, no, I can't do it. I'm afraid, but I'm talking to you and you are a megaphone for God's righteousness. God is taking you from being an outcast to a broadcast. My friend Joseph Z says this, and it is so powerful because the enemy says you are an outcast, says you can't be used, but God takes what the enemy meant for evil and he turns it into a megaphone of righteousness where you will shout from the streets, you'll shout from the pulpit, you'll shout from your house, you'll shout from your job, you'll shout and you will be the shifter of the atmosphere wherever you go. I started this by saying that when you walk in the room, Jesus walks in the room. All you need is a touch. Now, why did God touch his mouth? Obviously, because he was going to speak, he was going to prophesy. But the only way that your words are powerful, the only way that my words are powerful is if God's word is speaking through me. You see, my words won't change anybody's life. But as soon as I speak the word of God, everything shifts and everything changes. Acts 2.28 says, You have shown me the way of life, and you have given me the joy of your presence. And because you have the joy 
of his presence. When you open up your mouth, you will speak. You will send forth the word and it will not come back void, but it will come back with answers because every promise in God's word is yes and amen. The word of God is perfect. Psalm 19.7 says the word of God is perfect and it revives the soul. Even as you're listening to this right now, your soul is being revitalized. You are being revived by the word of God. When I'm having a bad day, I have about 60 or 70 scriptures that I speak out and I speak to myself. And if I was just to speak to myself, my words and say, Philip, you're going to make it. That's great. But when I speak the word of God, something happens. Isaiah 33, three says that when God speaks, the enemy runs. But when God stands, the nations flee. They tremble. Those words, the words of God are the very words that are advocating for you. They are the very words that are fighting your battles. Because as soon as you get out of your comfort zone, God begins to speak through you. And he will fight your battles. I love this song that says, All I did was praise. All I did was worship. All I did was bow down And all I did was stay still You see, when you praise, when you worship, when you quote the word of God, you will watch how God goes before you and he will take care of the enemy. Psalm 9.3 says, The enemy staggered, retreated, and died when you appeared. The enemy is done for when the presence of God fills the room. You see, this is who you are. Doesn't matter how many distractions or how many I can't do this you have on the inside of you. He has touched your mouth. And because he has touched your mouth, now the power of God can flow through your mouth. You have been appointed to stand up against nations, to stand up against kingdoms, to stand up against the enemy. You have been appointed to uproot, to tear down, destroy, and overthrow. But sometimes you'll go to a place and you will build and you will restore. These are the words that were spoken to Jeremiah. And these are the words that God is speaking over you right now. Verse 11. Then the Lord said to me, Look, Jeremiah, what do you see? Now this is so powerful because there are always two ways to look at a situation. You can see life or you can see death. I remember when my wife first heard the Spirit of God speak to her. She was actually drunk. She had just gotten back from the club. 
and she was barely conscious. She went to bed, and when her head hit the pillow, God said, There is life and there is death. Choose life. Those words revitalized my wife. She woke up, and that day, she chose to decide to follow life. God is speaking to you right now. Life is speaking to you right now. And the question is, what do you see? I'm going to say it again. There are always two ways to see the situation. So what do you see today? Faith is something that always sees the invisible. Faith is when you can't see it, but yet you know it's already happening. Faith is when maybe the symptoms in your body about sickness, the symptoms about anxiety, the symptoms about depression are so loud, but yet you say, I'm already healed. I'm already free because the cross has paved the way because God has gone before you. Friends, I'm here to tell you that what the doctor said, what people say, what your parents said is not the final word. The final word is the word of God. The final word is the cross. The cross has the final word in your life. And if you can just grab onto it, you'll look at a situation and you will see life always. Look at what Jeremiah saw. Verse 11. Then the Lord said to me, look, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I replied, I see a branch from an almond tree. And the Lord said, that's right. And it means that I am watching and I will certainly carry out all of my plans. Think about this. God knew how to speak to Jeremiah because an almond tree represented peace. It also represented covenant and it represented that God would watch to make sure that every single word that he has ever spoken will come true. God is watching over his word over you today. He remembers every prophecy. He remembers every prayer. He remembers everything that you have ever spoken. He remembers it all and he's speaking over you and he's saying that I remember. Even when no one heard it, I heard it and I am watching over my word. You have been called, you've been chosen, you are faithful, no matter what happens, you are appointed to be a megaphone of God's glory, of God's righteousness. This is who you are. God remembers everything, even the things that you never told anyone, but God remembers it all. And he is saying, I have appointed you to be a megaphone. I have appointed you 
to be a servant of God. I have appointed you to be a warrior and you will shift the atmosphere wherever you go. I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone who is listening right now. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your glory. I thank you that you are watching over your word. Even the things that people have laughed at, even the things that people have said that that is impossible. You are watching over your word. And you're asking us, what do you see? What do you see right now? Do you see life or do you see death? There are always two ways you can look at the situation. And so what I want you to do right now is I want you to lift up your hands and I want you to begin praising God. And I want you to begin thanking him, thanking him for his goodness, thanking him for his faithfulness, thanking him that he is the El Shaddai. He is more than enough. He is all you could ever ask for and so much more. He can do more than you could even ask or imagine. The plans that he has for you, wow. They are just so powerful. I want to encourage you that you have been appointed to shift the atmosphere. God is with you. And God is fighting for you. God's fighting for your family. And your past will not dictate your future because the word of God is stronger than your past. The cross is the final word. It's stronger than your past. Depression cannot dictate your future. Suicide cannot dictate your future. The only thing that dictates your future is you choosing life today. Just like my wife, she said, I choose life. Today, you can choose life and God will make you a mighty warrior. Just say, yes, Lord, use me, make me a megaphone for your glory, for your power. Take me from being an outcast to a broadcast to the nations. Use me, touch my mouth, and I will speak what you tell me to speak. And I know 100% without a shadow of a doubt that you are watching over every single word that you have ever said to me. In the name of Jesus, amen. Wow, this has been so good. It's been so powerful. And I am so excited that I get to do this with you. I know that God is equipping you for something that is so powerful. He is mobilizing you because you are a warrior that is going to shift the atmosphere. If this has blessed you, I want to invite you to partner with our ministry. We go outside and we see demons cast out. We see people healed and saved. We mobilize evangelists on the streets, worshipers and evangelists together like dynamite and they go to the places where churches don't want to go they go to the people the people 
who truly believe that no one cares about them. But suddenly, the brilliance of God's presence breaks through and they get saved and they get healed. And it is so powerful. So if you want to be a part of that, you can go to philiprenner.com and you can give a gift or you can become a monthly partner. We will be so grateful. Also, my books are available on that website and everywhere else books are sold. You can get Worship Without Limits and A Fasted Life. And I believe it will equip you and strengthen you in your walk with the Lord. Remember, when you walk in the room, Jesus walks in the room. So shift the atmosphere.